The AI Today podcast, produced by Cognolytica, cuts through the hype and noise to identify what is really happening now in the world of artificial intelligence. Learn about emerging AI trends, technologies, and use cases from Cognolytica analysts and guest experts. This podcast is sponsored by Fiverr.com. Fiverr is a marketplace for creative and digital freelance services. And in fact, I use Fiverr for quite a lot of the things that we do here at Cognolytica and AI Today, including the editing of this podcast, the generation of transcripts, and more. I definitely encourage you to take a look at using Fiverr for your creative and digital needs today. And I have a special offer for you today. Use the promo code AI Today for 15% off your first purchase on Fiverr.com. Offer valid until December 31st, 2018. Hello, and welcome to the AI Today podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Mulch. And I'm your host, Ronald Schmelzer. Welcome, listeners, to 2018. Now that the new year is here, we thought we'd look back to 2017 and reflect on the year that was and make some predictions for where we think AI will be headed in 2018. All right. So our first prediction, we don't think there will be an AI winter in 2018. It's plenty cold here where we are in the United States. But regardless, this AI train keeps steaming along. The warmth is here. And what, if anything, can stop it? You know, certainly in 2018, we don't really see any signs that it's slowing. If anything, we see it. This train just keeps speeding up. You know, all the things that people were worried about in 2017, will there be a lack of AI research and funding? You know, will Elon Musk finally chill out or will he cause a chill? You know, will there be so little talent available that there'll be no one to hire and then all the research will, will be stopped? You know, is AI overhyped? People have already started talking about that. Is there a bubble in the AI? You know, certainly people have talked about it, but we just do not see any signs of AI slowing down much if all in 2018. This really means there's no winter for AI in 2018. Right. And we talked about AI winters in our AI Winters podcast. And our conclusion then, and still is, that we are becoming so used to AI as part of our daily lives now that to remove those AI-enabled capabilities or slow down development is just not feasible. And we're certainly not the only ones to predict that the AI winters won't be coming anytime soon. What we're predicting is actually the reverse, that companies will more fully embrace AI. And as a result, the funding and support of AI will only continue to grow. So specifically, you know, some indications that we're not just predicting being optimists here and you know, being Pollyannas is that a couple of companies have announced that they're now AI first, right? So Microsoft and Google are putting all of their weight behind AI. We're not entirely sure what this means in terms of changes to their products or their overall strategy. But if they're willing to tell their shareholders that they're AI first, then they're making a bet that we think that our enterprise and vendor customers can also make. So what that means is that if you're not AI first as a business, just because this scenario makes sense for your business, you should at least be AI centric or AI enhanced. And so that's the reason why we think this prediction is important for 2018, not just because we're being optimistic, but we think that it's now a sign that we think AI has turned the corner and that organizations of all types can and should feel comfortable investing in AI, not only for the short term, but also for the long term. So our second prediction is that AI gets credit for a major scientific discovery. Throughout 2017, there's been exciting opportunities for AI to help with scientific discoveries. Recently, two new exoplanets were discovered with AI thanks to Google's collaboration with NASA's space telescope, Kepler. And we've also seen AI 
enhancing the medical profession. We've recently seen IBM Watson for Oncology be able to successfully diagnose patients and help doctors make treatment recommendations. We've also seen AI be more capable than doctors at predicting heart attacks. The AI computer systems were 7.6% more accurate than doctors at predicting heart attacks, which can have immediate life-saving implications. So it's not just that we, we think that AI will, will continue to push fields of science, but we think that AI will be attributed as a source for these discoveries. And maybe AI will be credited for a discovery of some new cancer-fighting drug, or maybe it'll be acknowledged in the press for addressing a major public health issue, or maybe it'll help fix the United States' broken healthcare system. Maybe it'll help result in an ultimate win, you know, the unrefuted discovery of alien life. Who knows what AI will be responsible for, but we feel safe in predicting that AI will be acknowledged in 2018 for making some positive advancement. And what this means, again, building on that first prediction is for our enterprise and vendor customers, all this positive public attention for AI will really help and it'll help dispel the fears that folks have had about AI and maybe keep Elon Musk quiet. Our third prediction is that explainable AI enters the mainstream. So one of the most interesting developments that we've seen over the past year is the emergence of this area called explainable AI. And we had two recent podcasts on this. One was with Mark Van Rymagen, and the second one was called Explainable AI. And as AI becomes more and more a part of our daily critical decision-making and business operations, the need for more visibility into AI decision-making processes becomes imperative. Currently, research and implementation of XAI is in the very nascent stage. But with good XAI and AI governance, implementing any sort of mission-critical AI system will become impossible. At the first sign of trouble, risk-averse corporations and public sector agencies will pull the plug on their AI initiatives. So indeed, without explainable AI, it's going to be hard to see how AI will be successful. Right. So in this past year, we've seen a lot of moves around XAI. So we saw the expansion of, an, of a DARPA project around XAI. There was a $1.4 million grant to a researcher at University of Massachusetts Amherst to explore AI. We've seen firms like Accenture digging deep into XAI and adding it to their portfolio. We've seen a lot of commentary that where people say they don't really know how deep learning works. That was actually one of the big news pieces. People are like, deep learning works. Why? We're not entirely sure. And so that it's a black box, right? And it's causing transparency issues. And, and there was also an expose into how some judicial system in the United States was using or misusing AI to sentence its, its convicts. And people are like, without understanding how it's working, how do we not know that the AI system is biased? We did a little bit of a podcast on that as well. So we believe that the pace to adopt XAI will only increase in 2018. And it's been reported that in 2018, the European Union will actually start enforcing a new law that requires any machine-generated decision-making to be explainable. So we have heard firsthand from decision makers in both public and private sector agencies that any sort of mission-critical deployment of AI will only happen once the governance and explanation frameworks are in place. So for this reason, we believe that XAI will emerge from this obscure shadow region of AI and into the limelight. We believe that it's so much that we're actually running a workshop on this topic in 2018. So stay tuned for more coverage on this from us in 2018 as part of our responsible AI coverage area. Our fourth prediction is that a new AI law will be on the books in 2018. So in a few podcasts last year, but one in particular, the Should We Regulate AI and If So, How podcast, we talked about how as AI becomes more a part of our everyday lives, new laws and regulations will need to be created and enforced. Already in 2017, we've seen the start of what could be a busy year for AI regulation come 2018. 
The European Union is eyeing a raft of rules on use of artificial intelligence, and the U.S. Congress has AI in its docket for next year. And we've already started seeing new legislation focused on autonomous vehicles. Many cities in the United States have already started allowing autonomous vehicles on the road, yet no federal laws or requirements have been put in place for exactly how these vehicles should operate. Passing a law has been tricky since the federal government regulates how vehicles are built, such as seat belts, having steering wheels and gas pedals and brakes, but states regulate operation, such as traffic laws. So the use of AI for self-driving vehicles really operates in a murky gray zone in the middle. Cognolytica predicts that one or more of these laws will get on the books in 2018. And specifically, we believe a new AI law geared towards self-driving vehicles will be passed in 2018. It appears that Congress is currently proposing a bill focused on self-driving vehicles. So that's a good thing. And we're definitely going to keep an eye on that. People want to feel safe on the road while there's autonomous vehicles driving next to them. So to accommodate the needs for safety while helping the automotive industry innovate, It's just inevitable that some sort of regulation and law is going to need to be put in place so that car and technology companies know how to build these cars to spec. Right. So for our enterprise and vendor customers, obviously, if you're in the automotive industry, you should be paying close attention to this. And obviously, tech companies and professional services firms that serve the automotive and transportation industries should pay attention as well. But our other enterprise and public sector customers and vendors should also be paying attention. One, we have a whole focus area on AI laws and regulations, and we're going to be taking a look at all the developments for AI laws. There's been a lot of consternation in the United States about issues of meddling in the election, and people are very aware of social networks and their impact, and people are afraid of all these bots impacting the social networks. Is it possible Congress could come up with some rules that prohibit the use of bots in social media or other things that could impact marketing companies? It's possible. So I think just in general, just keep a watchful eye on that. Even if you think the law may not directly impact you, things can change. So public sector agencies you know, definitely need to stay in the loop on what's happening worldwide, not just in the United States, with regulations as well. And companies need to be able to build products and services, but of course, vehicles to fit within these guidelines. AI Today podcast interview with Sam Wang from BMW iVentures. It's specifically in the transportation industry, the R&D time to design and build a car takes many years. So these new laws will have major implications for both tech and automotive companies working on the latest AI vehicle technology. All right. So moving on, our fifth prediction is that the AI fear mongering that we've been hearing in 2017 will start to dissipate. So 2017 was the year of the AI freakout by Elon Musk, along with his friends, Bill Gates and Steve Hawking and more. And anything makes the party more fun when Mark Zuckerberg joins in and Rodney Brooks also comes into the counter position. So, you know, why was 2017 the year that all of a sudden these folks who they didn't really need the press, you know, these people don't, don't need to be in the press for no reason. You know, why did they pop their heads up and start worrying about AI? You know, why did they have to stir the fear? You know, as we talked about in our Should We Be Scared of AI podcast and in our follow-on research, you know, the combination of just general anxiety around AI, the fear of mass unemployment, bad actors doing bad things, AI systems getting too powerful, seems to have reached ahead in 2017. Right. Yet, what is this real fear that was behind everybody in 2017? 
And will we see more of this anxiety in 2018? Our prediction is we don't think so. We believe that the folks who sounded the alarm bells were heard by the industry and perhaps that's all they really wanted. Indeed, the increased attention on explainable AI, the emergence of conversations around AI laws and regulations, and some self-limiting on AI capabilities is resulting in a more responsible approach to AI. Furthermore, we're starting to see real usage of AI within enterprises and public sector organizations and a real blossoming of AI startups that seem to suggest that optimism and opportunism are winning over pessimism and fear. So as a result, we believe that the general fear mongering in the press and on Twitter will slowly dissipate over 2018. In 2018, we expect this sort of AI concern to subside as the real world use cases of AI become an increasing part of our daily lives. And indeed, the press surrounding the latest iPhone face recognition technology is positive, and the technology that powers it seems to indicate that consumers want more of that technology and not less. Our sixth prediction is that augmented intelligence becomes a lot more visible in 2018. So augmented intelligence is a term that we started to hear a lot more of in 2017. Big enterprise vendors like IBM are betting that augmented intelligence will beat out artificial intelligence in the short term for enterprise spending. And indeed, throughout 2017, our briefings with public and private sector enterprises showed that organizations are adopting augmented intelligence to enhance rather than replace human workers. Augmented intelligence can enhance workers by helping them keep up with the latest business rules and also gain faster and more accurate insight. Augmented intelligence is meant to assist a human and make them better at their job, augment their job. So it helps with managing customer relationships, avoiding decision-making bottlenecks, managerial tasks such as finances, suggesting medical treatment for certain diseases and ailments, and more. We've also seen how augmented intelligence has played a role in the life sciences and other mission-critical activities where a human is still needed in the decision-making process. Such as the example that we mentioned above where IBM Watson can help suggest treatments and diagnoses, but at the end of the day, it's really the doctor making the call and the doctor's working with the patient. So that's how we see augmented intelligence help. So we predict in 2018 that we're going to start to see augmented intelligence a lot more. In particular, our conversations with enterprise clients are showing that increased budgets for AI-enabled projects of the augmented intelligence kind. We're starting to see more bids for augmented intelligence projects from public agencies, as well as industries in banking, insurance, finance, automotive, manufacturing, retail, and more. So we see 2018 as the year where we say augmented intelligence, but we don't really have a good acronym for it, which is kind of funny. So that's where we are. So moving on, I think our next prediction is that the AI skills crunch worsens. So in one of our AI Today podcasts this year, the one with Steve Kuyan of Future Labs, we talked about how that there are thinning ranks for experienced AI professionals. And companies are fighting each other for an increasingly competitive AI landscape force for skills. You know, for better or worse, you know, many of the skills are researchers, faculty and PhD students, and sometimes they're not even graduated students. There was an interesting post this year about how a student who was teaching a TensorFlow class was 
was approached by all these employers and she hadn't even graduated yet. So it's kind of interesting. So it's becoming harder and harder for major AI research institutions and universities to retain their faculty and skills, especially when the big technology companies are waiving up to half a million dollars in salary and, and bonus you know, to woo them away. And of course, the major problem with this is that if there's no faculty available to train the next generation of AI folks, then the flow of talent will quickly stop. And also, without researchers doing research that expands the horizon of what AI is capable of, will quickly end up in a place where the only innovation is coming from short-term corporate thinking and not long-term innovation. So, you know, unfortunately, we only see this problem getting worse in 2018. Right. The available pool of talent is not expanding at a rapid enough pace. And the level of experience and breadth of knowledge needed to go from an AI newbie to an AI expert is significant. So this isn't something that you can just go to a little coding boot camp and learn in a two, three week course. So there's been talks about implementing an AI salary cap for AI hires, but we just don't see that happening. I mean, this is a hyper-fast, no-hold-bars world with AI tech companies, and salary caps just seem near impossible. So the bigger issue is that academic and research institutions need more effective ways of retaining their faculty and experts. Companies like Uber are continuing to hire so many research faculty out of leading AI universities like Carnegie Mellon that there are hardly anyone left to teach the subject. And we've known that these courses only continue to increase in popularity and demand that the universities are having a hard time. Seven, 800 people fill a lecture hall for you know, limited spaces and limited teachers. So this is just going to continue to be a trend. So, yeah, this is not maybe one of our more positive predictions here. We think this is going to get worse. And we think that some of the more deep pocketed AI technology firms are starting to run their own training programs to upskill their own employees. And so that's their way of solving the problem. But, you know, where does this leave everybody else? And this is kind of, you know, our advice to our enterprise and vendor customers. If you're, if you're an enterprise and you're trying to make AI work and you're just getting started now and you're looking for skilled talent, you know, kind of good luck. I mean, it's hard to find experienced talent who have done AI before and and convince them to work for your organization when they're probably getting bids from everybody. And if you're a vendor, especially if you're a startup, and you're trying to grow a new tech company and bring on skilled AI folks, get in line. Everybody's trying to do that. Everybody's trying to bring on the researcher who knows how autonomous vehicles work or the person who knows how to do sentiment analysis or whatever. There's not enough of that to go around. So here's our advice. Your enterprises, you're going to have to build your own expertise in-house, and you're going to have to also outsource your AI expertise. And that's the only way to get it. If you need that expertise now, you have to go seek out the experienced vendors, the experienced consulting firms, third-party agencies, because they simply won't have the resources to compete for all this talent. And this is actually good for the firms that do have the talent. But in this arms race, when the talent can basically pick up and leave whenever they want and wherever they want, you're going to have to make sure you keep them. So this problem we just see is just going to get much worse in 2018. Our eighth prediction for 2018 is that we are going to start to see a lot more assistance everywhere. Voice assistants are getting so cheap that sellers are making it nearly impossible not to buy one. Amazon doesn't release numbers, but they claim that millions of Alexa devices were sold over the Black Friday holiday timeframe, bringing Alexa into the home of millions more potential customers. Amazon continues with their market strength with a partnership with Microsoft, merging their intelligent assistants together, and also a deal with Sonos to make their smart speakers even smarter. Perhaps even more importantly, Amazon released Alexa for Business, which aims to put an Alexa device on every conference room table and 
and in every cubicle. So will 2018 be the year the enterprise embraces the voice assistant or will privacy concerns in business outweigh their usability? However, Amazon is not alone in the voice assistant business. In fact, 2018 will be the year the major rivals challenge Amazon's dominance with voice assistants. In October of 2017, Google introduced a cheaper version of its Google Home device called Google Home Mini, which is now competitively priced to Amazon's Echo Dot with richer features, including free phone calls to anyone in the U.S. Apple is also entering the market with the Apple HomePod expected to be released in early 2018. And competition is getting fierce overseas as well. Yandex, a well-known Russian company, recently released Alice, a voice assistant whose voice is provided by Tatiana Shitova, an actress who dubbed in for Scarlett Johansson in the Russian language version of her. So assistants will be everywhere. I actually have a few of them in my house. I have a Google, I have an Alexa, you know, the more the merrier. So (laughs) challenges will still exist though. I mean, you know, the word is from Amazon and Google that 2018 will be the year that we finally get voice authentication in our devices. So this will enable a much broader range of voice applications. Also, there's like a real lack of an app store for voice apps on the Amazon and Google platform. Maybe when Apple enters the space with their huge app store advantage, you know, maybe and Google with their strength, maybe we'll finally see provide a way for developers to monetize their voice skills. Even though it seems that Apple is completely missing the boat on this right now. They're saying they're not going to have an app store for their new HomePod, but I think they'll change their mind. So when we have this sort of stuff, maybe this is when we'll have a dramatic impact on the number and quality of voice apps available for customers. Right. So taking a look back at the year that was and moving forward, most of the predictions that we have are very positive going into 2018. And we're excited to continue to look at artificial intelligence and see where this field gets pushed and see, you know, just how far we can take this. There's a lot of applications for businesses. There's a lot of applications for both enterprise and vendors to use this to help augment the base that they currently have and to see where it can go. Lots of fields, their life sciences are really pushing the envelope forward. It's having major impacts on quality of life and ease, availability. We're excited to see where assistant-enabled commerce is going. So overall, our predictions for 2018 around artificial intelligence are very positive, and we're very excited to see where it's going. So our predictions are going to be published on our Cognolytica site. We're going to be posting them also to our various other locations on LinkedIn and Medium as well. And I encourage you to follow along. And I think perhaps the other other big thing for us at Cognolytica, this is a big year for us, 2018. This is the year that we dramatically expanded our research area. You know, if you're in the AI industry, you may get a call from us or an email from us. As a matter of fact, you probably should expect one. We're doing a lot of research in our focus areas. And for those of you that are not familiar with our focus areas at Cognolytica, our primary audience are our enterprises and vendors, but specifically, you know, AI can be very broad. But so specifically, we're looking at helping organizations adopt AI and lower their risk for it. So we're looking at our focus areas around augmented intelligence, around industry adoption, around intelligent assistance, around responsible AI, some laws and regulations, and and also helping organizations get their hands around the issues of skills and training and how they're going to keep their own AI projects afloat. 
So I would say, you know, this is a big year for us as well. And we definitely want you, if you are listening to this podcast and you think you need help, if any of these predictions ring a bell with you and you think you need some assistance with the research or if you need assistance with growing your team, reach out to us. This is what we're here for. We're here to provide advisory and research. The podcast is our way of sharing with you our knowledge and the things that we're learning, but the podcast isn't the product, so to speak. The podcast is just a way for us to share. So on that note, we really look forward to engaging with you. So thank you very much for joining us on this podcast. We really enjoyed sharing with you our predictions for 2018. All right, listeners, and we'll catch you at the next podcast. Happy New Year. And that's a wrap for today. To download this episode, find additional episodes and transcripts, subscribe to our newsletter and more, please visit our website at Cognolitica.com. Join the discussion in between podcasts on the AI Today Facebook group and make sure to join the Cognolitica Facebook page for updates on this and future podcasts. Also subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Google Play, and elsewhere to get notified of future episodes. Want to support this podcast and get your message out to our listeners? Then become a sponsor. We offer significant benefits for AI Today sponsors, including promotion in the podcast and landing page, and opportunities to be a guest on the AI Today show. For more information on sponsorship, visit the Cognolytica website and click on the podcast link. This sound recording and its contents is copyright 2017 by Cognolytica. All rights reserved. Music by Matsu Gravas. As always, thanks for listening to AI Today, and we'll catch you at the next podcast.